Bussard with a ready reason for Catholic Answers, catholic.com. KATH 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth. Welcome to We Sing Our Faith, sharing the music and ministry of today's Catholic recording artists. I am your host, Julie Carrick, and it is my privilege to share my fellow artists with you. Thank you for joining me indeed today on We Sing Our Faith. You know, this weekend we're going to hear some amazing readings again during this time of Lenten journey. And for those who are in the regular sea cycle, we are going to be reminded that we are called to repent. That if we do not repent, well, let's just say it's time to repent. And if you are using the A cycle um, for some of the masses, you're going to hear about the woman at the well. What a powerful realization that Christ is that living water that springs up inside of each and every one of us and that he knows us. He knows everything about each and every one of us and he loves us and he wants what is best for us. So whether you have the A cycle readings or the C cycle readings this weekend, there is this amazing idea of the salvation that God is offering us. It is a gift that he is offering us. He doesn't push it on us. It is a free will acceptance or rejection on our part. And he is the one who makes this incredible movement toward us if we will just turn to him. And I want to begin the program today with a beautiful song from Chris Mulia, and it's his song, Can I Be Saved? That amazing grace of God that is waiting to be poured into each and every one of us if we will just accept that gift of salvation that Christ offers us. So let's take a few moments today as we hear Chris Mulia sing for us, Can I Be Saved? Oh, 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 
And just in those moments where we wonder, you know, we want to meet the Lord where He is meeting us. We want to be able to walk into that incredible embrace of our Savior. And yet sometimes there's something that's just holding us back. You know, I do think of the story of the woman at the well where she wanted it, and yet she had to have been terrified to know that this man who was standing there talking to her knew everything about her. And there was an accountability that was happening. Um, there was an accountability that I don't know if she was ready for. Are, are we ready for that accountability? Or do we need to acknowledge that we need to be held up and lifted and carried by God? And even as I'm saying that, I think of this incredible woman of faith, Marie Miller, and the way that Marie will take the stories of life and the stories of scripture and bring them together in the most amazing lyric. And her song, God Will Carry You, is one of those. You know, there are times when we, we hear the, the loudness of the world around us. We wonder, how are we going to take that next step? How are we going to walk in union with what God wants in our life when the world is clearly pulling us in a different direction? But if we could let ourselves go and just fall into that incredible embrace of that Savior of ours, this incredible Lord Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, our, our God and our everything, who's just waiting for us to accept this gift of salvation and to literally be carried by him. He carried the cross for us. He carried everything so that we might come deeper into this incredible union with him. So... Let's go right now to Marie Miller and her beautiful song, God Will Carry You. You've got so much life to live. You've got so much love to give. But the sirens from the Starving in this bed You 
eyes And the answer, the end when you give him up And this is the way you let it go You're terrified of losing control And this is the way the hope is And the answer, the end when you give him up And this is the way you let it go You're terrified of losing control This is where This is where God will carry you Thank you, Marie. You know, in this time of Lenten journey, as we are, you know, heading into this third week, and it's a great start for most of us. You know, we we find ourselves there on Ash Wednesday. We receive the ashes. We hear those words, man, you are dust, and to dust you shall return. And then we are taking these 40 days to really go deep with our Lord and asking that question, can I be saved? You know, am I willing to to accept the invitation of salvation? And how are those things in my life that pull me away from Christ, how are they dictating what's happening versus those things that we we want to embrace with Jesus and allow him to speak into our hearts to say, you are my child. I love you so much that I'm willing to literally give my life for you. I love you that much. And he speaks to us in a way and especially during Lent or Advent, these times where we, we can pause, step away from the world, and listen to that voice of Christ. And even as I'm saying that phrase, the voice of Christ, I, I think of Jamie Teton, who has such a beautiful way, too, of, of sharing the gift of music. And within that music, the lyric um, and the, the beautiful message that touch our hearts and her song, One Clear Voice, is one of those songs that God doesn't mince words. You know, when he was speaking to the woman at the well, and he said, you know, where's your husband? And she says, well, I have no husband. And he goes, that's right, but how many have you had? And the man you're living with now is not your husband. He spoke clearly to her, but he didn't condemn her, right? He had the conversation he spoke to her, her heart was changed. And what did she say? Give me this living water. Give me this living water. And, and God speaks to each and every one of us in our day, in the actions of our lives and the things that are happening around us. God's voice is clear. It is the world and the voice of the world that can so many times try to drown out that incredible voice of God who is speaking the truth into our lives. He is speaking the truth about what we are doing and helping us to see the truth of the things that we are doing in our lives. Those things are, are in accord with his will, as well as those things that are not in accord with his will that need to change. And if we can listen to that clear voice of God and adjust our journey closer to that walk that he wants to have with us, what a difference. So let's take a few moments now as Jamie Teton sings for us, One Clear Voice.
Faith. I am your host, Julie Carrick, Catholic recording artist, mission presenter, and author. And it is always a privilege to spend this hour with you each and every week. For information about all of the artists whose music and ministry we share, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. That's the website. The toll-free number is one 888 880-6874. And we are here to connect you. 
Now, as we continue along this journey today and, and thinking of that phrase from the C-cycle readings, the, the powerful phrase that, you know, we must repent. We must repent of our sins. Um, that's not an easy thing to do. You know, we have such an incredible gift within our Catholic faith in the sacrament of penance, the sacrament of reconciliation. And to go and to sit with your pastor, to go and sit with a priest, and to know that as you are speaking the words of those things that need to change in your life, those things that you are sorry for, at whatever level we have broken one of the commandments of God. And so many times those commandments are things like, um, you know, we, we look at number five, it's a big one, right? Thou shalt not kill. And we could be very self-righteous and say, well, I've never killed anybody. You know, I've never shot anyone or poisoned anyone or done anything horrible to take a life. And yet, if we look at the truth of that commandment, thou shalt not kill, what do we do to people in our lives when we gossip about them? Or if we are angry at someone, if we will not let go of a grudge, if we hold ourselves above another person and make them feel less than to the point that we, we take their self-esteem away from them. In little ways, we kill people by our, by our words, by our actions, by the way that we treat people. And if we take each and every one of the commandments and look at those commandments and to say, at what degree have I broken this? And one of the commandments that we will keep the Sabbath holy and that we will honor God above all else, when we look at those commandments, how well have we listened to God when he invites us to the Eucharistic embrace? The beauty of coming and spending Sunday with him and receiving him and, and literally saying, Lord God, I believe that you are who you say you are in the Eucharist. There's a song that I wrote, and it, it's called, Can My Heart Conceive? And this song, I literally wrote standing on the edge of the Grand Canyon. And as I was there trying to literally kind of hide away from God a bit, and to say, Lord, I'm kind of tired, and I, I need a little break, and thinking that I could hide from him in the Grand Canyon was so silly. But that morning as I watched the sunrise and I saw the beauty of all of his creation around me, and I'm thinking as I'm watching the people taking their pictures, like they're trying to get the whole Grand Canyon in one shot, one frame, I thought, you know, people, you can no sooner capture all of this beauty in one frame, in one picture, any more than you could capture all of God in one place. And in that split second, he snuck into my heart and into my thoughts as I heard this little interior voice saying to me, Julie, accept in the Eucharistic embrace. Then all of me, 100% all of me, is present in you, in the beauty of the Eucharist, where we receive the body of Christ, body, blood, soul, and divinity, our living God. We are transformed, and that spring of living water wells up inside of us. So, from me, your host, Julie Carrick, Can My Heart Conceive?
love singing this one. There is something about that beauty of, of nature, the beauty of seeing God in the world around us, knowing that, that He, our Creator, has called us to this Eucharistic life. And not just calling us to it, you know, the, the book that I just released, Savior and Sustenance, one of the areas of that book is it's, it came at quite a price. You know, when he said, repent and be saved, and when he offered the woman that spring of living water that would well up inside of her, it is the Eucharist. But the cost that was paid at such a, an enormous price for each and every one of us was that he became the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, giving us mercy and peace. That when he was willing to, to give his life for each and every one of us, that as we come forward to receive him and we receive that incredible gift of the Eucharist, it is not just a symbol. It is not just a piece of bread. This is the living Christ who gave his life for us. When he was in that upper room, when he shared that final last supper, the Passover with his disciples, his apostles, and he said, take and eat. Well, as they made their way into Jerusalem over those, those weeks and months, as they made that final journey into Jerusalem, he told them numerous times, the son of man will suffer and die and on the third day be raised. And their eyes were opened after his resurrection. But we're going to save that for after Easter. But in that incredible act of love, when he was willing to give his life for us to be that sacrifice, the Lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, offering us body, blood, soul, and divinity in the Eucharist, in those words of the Last Supper, this is my body, which will be given up for you. This is my blood, which will be shed for you. I want to go to a song now from Jamie Teton, this beautiful sacred old hymn, O Sacred Head Now Wounded. Listen to the beauty of the lyric of this song and think about what he offers us when he says repent. He doesn't leave us alone. He gives us the very strength and the courage and the sustenance that we need to actually repent and be changed and to live our life for him who is willing to die for us. Oh, sacred head now wounded With grief and shame weighed down Now scornfully surrounded With thorns thine Oh, for sinners gain 
so much for the beauty and the way that you sing that song, honoring God with the gift, the incredible gift of music that he gave you to give back to him and to so many to give us the truth and the beauty of these um, lyric and music. Thank you. And speaking of beautiful lyric and a beautiful voice that shares a message of hope, when we are called to repent, and we realize that what Christ offers us gives us the strength to make this journey with him. Um, Connie Salazar, in the beautiful way that she sings the song, It Will Be Worth It All. I love the beauty of this woman's heart, the beauty of her voice, and the way that she takes these lovely, lovely songs and makes such an impact. And with this song, It Will Be Worth It All, because that is the lesson that Christ taught his apostles and his disciples, that he would indeed suffer and die, that the Son of Man would be raised up on that cross. And all of those watching, jeering at him, um, spitting on him as he made that walk down that road of, of Calvary toward Golgotha, when he was in that garden of Gethsemane and he was so anxious to the point that he literally sweated droplets of blood. That in 
incredible, extreme act of love in his mind's eye when he looked at the father and he said, but not my will, father, but yours be done. Knowing that what he was about to do, this incredible act of love would be the final atonement necessary. The lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world, have mercy on us. And the beautiful act of love that we come forward to receive in the Eucharistic embrace, he looked at each one of us and he said, it will be worth it. Each and every one of you is worth it. You are worth something to God to the point that he came and took on our flesh. So during this time of Lent and we give up a little something here and there, or perhaps that devotion that we began a couple of weeks ago that we are now working in. Maybe, maybe it was praying the rosary every day. Maybe it's praying the Divine Mercy Chaplet each day. Maybe it's something as simple as setting an alarm on your phone so that at 3 o'clock, that mercy hour when Jesus died for us, you'll hear that little alarm go on your phone and you'll pause and you'll say, Thank you, Jesus Christ, for your mercy. Maybe you gave up wine or some spirits. Maybe you gave up overeating and were trying to get healthy by the end of Lent. Maybe it was praying for someone who's caused you harm in your life. And when we are called to pray for those who've hurt us, or maybe we need to forgive someone who has hurt us, or maybe you've asked to be forgiven from someone whom you've hurt. During this time of Lent, whatever energy we spend, it will absolutely be worth it all come Easter morning. When we enter into this life of resurrection, and we become people who celebrate Easter every day of our life. Now, from Connie Salazar, her beautiful song, It Will Be Worth It All. It will be worth it all someday It will have been worth it to go The straight and narrow way When we finally see His face And feel His strong embrace It will be worth it all someday These present troubles don't compare To all the glory our God He has prepared When we finally see His face And feel His strong it will be worth it all that day I can hear the angels celebrate as he calls my name I can hear the Father say Good. 
will be worth it all someday. It will have been worth it to go the straight and narrow way when we finally see his face and feel his strong embrace. It will be worth it all someday. These present troubles don't compare to all the glory our God He has prepared. When we finally see His face and feel His strong embrace, it will be worth it all that I think of that, you know, it will be worth it all. And knowing how much Christ loves us, knowing how much he was willing to suffer for us. Um, one of the songs that just touched my heart every Lenten season, and in fact, during ordinary time, I love to include this song when I go and do events of parish missions around the country. But it's the old hymn, When I Survey the Wondrous Cross. The beauty of this lyric, you know, when I survey the wondrous cross on which the Son of God died, I need to give up everything. You know, when we think of that phrase, repent, that we are called to repent, and then you listen to a song like, when I survey the wondrous cross, if I could give everything, everything for what Christ did for me, it could never be enough. And yet all he asks of us is our hearts. All he asks of us is that we love him in return as he loved us so much. To turn away from the things of the world, to turn away from those things that separate us by our sin from, from him. He never leaves us. We separate ourselves from him by our sinful nature, by those choices to do things that are contrary to the will of God in our life. And so to take this time as you hear the lyric of this song and ask the Lord, what are those things that I have accepted in my life? What are those things that I am doing in my life that I need to turn away from 
because they are not in accord with your will that I need to repent of and turn away from. And as you look at the crucifix, as you look at him who loves us so much that he was willing to die for us, well, let's take a few moments now as I, your host, Julie Carrick, sing for you When I Survey the Wondrous Cross.
again, if you've just joined us today on Wasting Our Faith, or if you are listening throughout the program and would like more information about the artists and their music and ministry, please visit WeSingOurFaith.org. WeSingOurFaith.org. That's the website. The toll-free number is one 880 And we are here to connect you. You know, as we continue along this Lenten journey, and as we take time to to prepare our hearts um, each and every day to live closer with our Lord, one of the things that I would really encourage all of our listeners to do is as you hear music from people like Chris Mulia and Marie Miller, from Jamie Teton, from Connie Salazar, myself, and all of the artists whose music we share, please reach out and get some of this music into your regular playlists. It is so easy to buy the music from the artists at their sites and to, um, to support their ministry as you purchase their music and then, and then listen to it every day because it really is prayerful. You know, when I think of that song, Can My Heart Conceive, that I shared a bit earlier in the program, you know, this weekend at my home parish, um, all of the candidates and catechumen who are, um, who are celebrating this time of preparation as they are taking this time to really be prepared to be received into full communion. Well, this weekend at my home parish, they are going to receive the creed. Those beautiful, beautiful words of the creed that I believe in God, the Father Almighty. And we go through that entire creed and the things that we believe as Catholic. And at the end of it, we say, amen, that I truly believe. I, I'm giving my fiat that I believe this. Well, the music that so many of these incredible artists write and share can be part of our daily preparation and journey. So that as we say things like, I believe these teachings of the church. The music that each of these artists shares helps us to recall the teachings of Christ throughout our day. And it's so easy to listen to other, you know, other music, those songs that were written that, again, are contrary to God's teachings. So much of the secular music is just, I mean, it's filled with lyrics that are so damaging to our souls. So I'm going to invite you maybe for the rest of this Lenten season as one of your, I don't know, maybe one of the changes in your life that will keep on that beautiful straight and narrow journey saying, Lord, I want to repent and I want to be filled with this life-giving water of you. Well, the more that we can spend time with his word, the more that we can spend time with the teachings of the Catholic faith, and that can be done so easily through this music, I'm going to invite you to maybe switch out some of the songs to these beautiful Catholic songs. And now the song that's going to take us to the top of the hour is from Lori and Adam Yubowski. You know them as Out of Darkness, this beautiful couple from Florida. And the beauty of their music, oh my goodness. In fact, this song, Living Bread, this is one of my favorite songs of theirs because it takes us into almost a mantra feeling of, of who we receive in the beautiful Eucharistic embrace, of who we come forward to receive on our tongue or in the throne of our hand before we take him into our, into our mouth. And we, we have this incredible Eucharistic embrace 
as Christ literally becomes one with us. And each time we receive him, we are called to go deeper into this personal and deep union with him. And in this song, Living Bread, you're going to hear the beauty of this reflected in their lyric and in their music as Lori sings for us and, and as Adam plays the music and sings as well. So again, to take us to the top of the hour, the beautiful song from Out of Darkness, Lori and Adam Yubowski, Living Bread.
taking this time with me. It is always such a privilege. And that website to reach out and to uh, just be blessed by learning more about these artists is wesingourfaith.org. Wesingourfaith.org. That's the site. The toll-free number, 1-888-880-6874. And we are here to connect you. Now, until next week, May God bless you and keep you. A beacon of truth in a troubled world. This is the Guadalupe Radio Network. Radio for your soul. Attention all commercial building owners. Are you having constant problems with roof leaks in your properties? My name is Mari Buford, owner of Buford Roofing and Construction and a longtime sponsor of the Guadalupe Radio Network. Water leaks are disruptive and very aggravating. We can explain how these issues can be eliminated if you call us at 817-329-ROOF or on our website at BufordRoofing.com. That's BufordRoofing.com. We trust that God plays a big role in our ability to persevere. When we stand on the firm belief of who Jesus is and how much He loves us, we're able to keep walking. Plan to attend Perseverance in Faith in the 11th Annual North Texas Catholic Men's Conference on Saturday, April 30th from 8 to 3.30 p.m. at St. Anne Catholic Church in Capel. We'll pray, listen, sing, worship, and encounter Christ in a way that helps us to be His living disciples. Catholic speakers will include Annie Hickman and others, plus music by the Dave Moore Band. All clergy and seminarians are free. Register today at CatholicBrothersForChrist.com. That's CatholicBrothersForChrist.com. Have you ever heard of Esther Fernandez, a realtor with JP and Associates and a sponsor here on KATH 910 AM? She's a parishioner at Holy Spirit Parish in Duncanville and a supporter with GRN. Interest rates are currently low and there are first-time buyer programs available for teachers, nurses, police, and firefighters. You can reach Esther by calling 214-845-1753 or by email at estherfernandez at gmail.com. That's E-S-T-H-E-R-Z Fernandez at gmail.com. 
The Diocese of Fort Worth invites all the faithful to join them via live stream for the Chrism Mass on Tuesday, April 12th at 6 p.m. The Chrism Mass can be viewed on the diocesan website at fwdioc.org. During the Chrism Mass, the bishop blesses the sacramental oils used throughout the year in every parish in the diocese, and the priests of the diocese renew their promises to the priesthood. The Mass takes place at St. Patrick Cathedral in Fort Worth with Bishop Michael Olson. KATH 910 AM welcomes Emerson on Harvest Hill as a new sponsor. It's a senior living community in North Dallas near St. Rita Parish. Amenities include chef-prepared meals each day, transportation, social and educational events and activities, 24-hour security, as well as participation in the sacraments. To learn more about Emerson on Harvest Hill or to arrange a tour and visit, you can contact Karen Ray via email at kray at emersonharvesthill.com or you can visit their website, emersononharvesthill.com. K-A-T-H, 910 AM, Frisco, Dallas, Fort Worth.